if you're listening to this and you're under the age of 18, I don't advise that. However, internet is the internet. So if you stumble across it on accident, leave. But before you leave... You are now listening to the Sweet Nostalgia Podcast. Hi, everybody. I am Brittany, and yeah, I'm your host. This is the Sweet Nostalgia Podcast. I'm super, super excited to be filming this um, or recording this, sorry, because this is something that has been a long process. I have been planning this and coming up with ideas, changing the logo, changing the name for a minute now. And I don't know, I guess it just never really felt like it was the right time, but now I feel like it is. So, hi. Um welcome to this podcast. I really just kind of wanted to make this as kind of like I don't know, maybe like an outlet for myself, but also something where I can maybe like help others or just make other people feel heard or appreciated. I don't know. I I think when I always have like a group of friends or just like my group of closest friends, I'm always the one that they like run to for like advice or like, bitch, this happened or like, what do you think? What's your opinion? And I don't know why. I've talked to a few of my friends and like, we've talked about this subject before and I don't know. I don't know why they feel like that, but I I don't know if it's me making them feel comfortable or maybe I got good advice. I don't know, but yeah. So I think that that's something that I love, like being for my friends. Like I feel I love being the person where my friends or family can call me and like ask for my advice for stuff. I don't know. It just makes me feel happy because maybe that's a love language or something. But yeah, it makes me feel appreciated and like, oh, like they really took the time to come to me for my advice or like my opinion or perspective on things. And yeah, that's nice. So that's kind of what I want this to be. I want this to kind of be an outlet for myself to just talk about things, my thoughts. I'm an overthinker. I don't know if it's a Taurus thing or what, but overthink stuff all the time so sometimes my mind is just going like a mile a minute and like on the outside it's just like resting bitch face like you probably just don't know what's going on but little do you know my mind is just like I don't know always wondering so I have so many topic and episode ideas that are coming soon And I think they're going to be nice. Like, I want to be able to talk about everything. I want to be able to talk about love. I want to talk about career. Um, You know, when it comes to, like, conspiracy theories and aliens, but also, like, self-love and spirituality, I want this to kind of be one of those things where anyone can just come no matter 
what gender you go by, no matter what race you are, where you're from, like you can kind of relate to this in some type of way. So I hope I'm able to achieve that. But today I want to talk about loving yourself. Okay. I want to get into my experiences with, you know, just how I have spent the time to completely fall in love with myself and just kind of like the benefits and how that can further help your personal relationships when it comes to romantic relationships and relationships with friends and family. So I got some things that I I want to talk about. And, you know, I just I'm the type of person where I kind of like to observe Like, if I'm out anywhere, I'm observing, like, I like to observe people's, like, body language, like, how, if their pitch goes up, if it goes down. I don't know. I've always been that type of person. And honestly, like, my sister is the same way because, like, me and her, she's three years older than me. And I don't know. It's weird. Like, we're close in age, but we also feel, like, worlds apart. It's it's weird. I don't know. Everybody can relate them, but, but. I know, like, just growing up, I have so many memories of just us noticing the, like, smallest or craziest stuff. And I just remember, like, me and my sister and my parents or something, we would be out at, like, fucking, I don't know, Red Lobster. I don't know. We would be somewhere. And, like, I just, I don't know, like, I would just be chilling, kind of just chilling, looking around, like just watching people and my sister is the same way and we would just peep the craziest stuff but it was so small and nobody else would see it and that was really like what the gig was because it didn't it didn't matter how many years like this continues to go on it doesn't matter if we're in a group of 40 people or if we're in a group of three people, like, we always just notice the littlest shit. I don't know why I wanted to go on that tangent. But either way, I was just saying how I'm observant. I'm an observant person. And, you know, I've been single for a while, okay? I've been on this self-care journey for the past, like, two years, really. And I know two years. It's a long time, but to be honest, it went by so fast. Like, I don't know what glitch happened in the Matrix whenever COVID happened, but time has been timing, and it ain't timed like this before. I don't know. I don't know if it's a when you're in your mid-20s thing. I don't know, but it's weird. So anyways, as I've been on my journey, I've been kind of just noticing, like, how I always have been, like, just kind of. You know, like, hearing my friends in relationships, like, when I go on social media, which, you know, I've been doing a good job at not going on too much. Like, I've been taking nice breaks, and I'm proud of myself about that because we do not need to be, like, absorbing all of that all the time. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. I just be sitting back, relaxing, hearing everybody else's drama, like, seeing what what the new trends are what the gag is, and I just like to, like, kind of learn through others when it comes to stuff like that, so I've seen a lot of stuff, and 
a majority of the stuff that I've seen in this culture generation of like hinge dating, nothing about like a, a, we've all look, I'm not judging the hinge people. Okay. You do you. But what I mean is like, we're in this era of like online dating and social media and hookup culture and like toxic culture like that's cute and shit that's just kind of what's been going on and uh it's just no one will understand like if unless you are in your like I, I guess I'll I'll say high, well yeah because high schoolers they're all the ones that were raised on social media at this point but I don't know if you're a young adult or whatever and you're in this generation dating like no one else can relate like no other generation can relate to like our terms of dating but I mean it's obviously like that every generation like you know things evolve whatever humanity but it's just so crazy how dating is nowadays like I feel like like is everything so transactional like, okay, also, we need to go ahead and start a like meter because it's a word that I'm trying to stop using as much. However, it is so hard. So I'm going to try not to say it 50 million times. But if I do, sorry in advance. But what I was saying is that, I don't know, I just feel like, it's hard to find genuine people in general. Like, everyone wants something or is, like, trying to, like, take. And it's just like, damn, like, what happened to people, like, just loving people and, like, being happy with each other and, like, trying to, like, make, not make other people happy in that way, but, like, genuinely in your soul being, like, it makes me happy to see this person happy or like putting a smile on this person's face and like vice versa like I don't know everything's so like me 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 gimme 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 I want more and it's just like this is kind of not okay and it honestly kind of scares me because I kind of think of like the future and like you know evolution and shit and like how is this gonna fucking affect us but I don't know I think that love nowadays is like lust like I know real love exists I'm not gonna be like I'm not like I'm a hopeless romantic at heart okay I'm not completely heartless but I just do think that in the time that we live in now it's just so like accessible what I mean is that people are like really projecting their insecurities nowadays and it's just, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if I'm the only one that can see it, but it's just kind of crazy, like, the time that we live in with dating and, like, the disrespect that, like, be happening and I don't know. I just think at the end of the day, I'm not going to get on a tangent any longer, but at the end of the day, I think that one of the main things that has really helped me on just my, like, 
focusing on me era is like learning how to completely like fall in love with myself for who I am. Because one, I think people need to realize you, in the words of RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how the hell you going to love anybody else? It's true, though, because if you don't know what you love and what makes you feel loved or appreciated, then how do you expect someone else, someone that is not you, to know how to love you or appreciate you? And that's why I think more people need to do that. Like, self-care is really important, okay? I know... Some of you insta bitches and stuff. Like, I know a lot of this self-care era aesthetic is kind of, like, annoying. Because it's real. Like, everyone really does need to, like, care about themselves. Like, we wouldn't have people out here really doing half the shit that they're doing if they could literally just be okay with looking in the mirror and saying like wow I really love myself for who I am and I like accept my mistakes and stuff that I've made in the past because I'm human and that's okay but I want to evolve I want to better myself like y'all can't even say that in the mirror and that's why y'all are out here hurting people hurt people hurt people so I don't know I'm a fucking hippie at heart I guess and I just want fucking peace and love all right everybody needs to just love each other and stop causing our fucking ruckus, all right? This earth probably got how many miles left? And then what? Then what? Where are we going to be then? Right? So why does all that racist and all that bullshit matter? Why does all the, like, ooh, I'm going to fuck all these girls because it makes me cool, or I'm going to fuck all these boys because they're going to like me more, or, like, then whatever. Like, just... I don't know. I think it's really childish. And I think that people need to be able to grow up. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you're under the age of 18, I don't advise that. However, internet is internet. So if you stumble across it on accident, leave. But before you leave, you're young. You're going to make mistakes. That's okay. But that doesn't mean to fucking make, you know life-changing mistakes, all right? That's all the advice I'm going to leave you with, okay? I'm not responsible for any fucking thing that you take from this. But moving on, everyone needs to grow up, and they need to stop making excuses for themselves. And I think that one of the first things they need to do is learn how to completely love themselves and stop people-pleasing. So the first thing I want to talk about is people pleasing okay we need to stop we really do because i know you don't want to make them mad or you don't want to make them feel like they did something wrong or oh it's not that big of a deal if something bothers you just say it it's really not like bad to say if something bothers you it's not like just because you're saying like Hey, I really kind of felt like a little uncomfortable when this happened. That's all you got to say. Just because you're offended by something or something makes you upset doesn't mean you have to react like a two-year-old. It doesn't mean you have to scream and shout 
and let it all out. I mean, I love some Britney Spears, but no. Okay? You need to learn how to, one, communicate your feelings, whether they're happy, sad, mad, angry, whatever. That's the first step, right? With just communicating, that should, that's going to be before loving yourself, okay? Before you get to loving yourself, you need to make sure that step number one is learning how to communicate. And I'm not saying this to, like, bully anyone or put them down, but I'm a victim of that, okay? So everything that I speak on in this is going to be because of my experience, okay? This is all from my perspective. Disclaimer. This is all from my perspective, so I don't want anyone trying to say some shit because how are you going to talk about my perspective? Like, how the fuck are you going to know if it's mine, right? Moving on. Um... Yeah, people-pleasing is not going to get you anywhere, okay? So we need to learn how to start communicating, whether it's going to be uncomfortable or not, because you would rather sit down and communicate with that about the issue then than to let it fester, and then something else happen, and then that's going to fester on top of that, and then something else is going to happen because Mr. Miss Polly, people-pleasing, is it going to say anything? And that's going to fester. And then guess what the fuck's going to happen? Not anything good. <laughs> okay? Like, it's not going to be good because then at that point, it's going to be a whole bunch of built-up shit, a whole bunch of built-up emotions, a whole bunch of I shoulda, coulda, woulda, woulda, whatever. And then it's not going to get solved because either one is going to be you coming at someone saying this is an issue and this is an issue. And when you did this, what the fuck? And then you said that. Remember, like, why the fuck would you say that? And then, and then they're sitting there thinking, one, um, OK, like, wow, how am I supposed to, like, really take this all in? You're mad at me for not doing X, Y, Z, but you never brought it up in the first place. So now I'm getting hit with all this built up anger and aggression, you know, whether I'm not saying whatever they did was good or bad. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, you have to look at it from that perspective. Like, do you think that that's going to be a situation that's going to play out smart? No, I feel like Dora, do you see the asshole? (laughs) Yes. Like, come on, don't be like that. Like we have to learn how to communicate. So You just have to learn how to communicate in a proper way so that your needs are being met, their needs are being met, and you guys have that open communication to go on with the relationship. Because honestly, if you don't have communication, like, the relationship is not going to work. Just letting you know that right now. Okay? Been there, done that. It's not going to work. Doesn't matter how, no. It's just not going to work. So, yeah. Another thing that I've really kind of appreciated more and more is learning how, how am I going to say this? Como se dice, like, you're never going to find your worth externally. So, like, you have to find your worth within yourself because 
you can't keep depending on other people to show you your worth. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, you can't keep doing that. And, like, for me, I heard that, like, quote. Like, I heard someone say something similar to that. And I thought about it. Like, at first I was like, "Mm, yeah, that must suck for you. And then I sat there like, okay, bitch, let's think about this. But I kind of looked, like, you know, at my past and stuff. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, like, there's things that, like, insecurities are, like, little weak spots. Like, you don't have to be, like, I, I don't consider myself an insecure person. I don't think that I've ever really been insecure. I mean, obviously, I'm saying that now at 24. Um, you know, of course, maybe if I was 16 or something, it would have been different when puberty was pubertering. <laughs> pubertering. We're definitely not using that. When puberty was when puberty was doing its thing, but however, shall I say, I never like classified myself as like my past relationships being because I was insecure. I don't like that. I don't think that was the reason at all. Like, you know, looking back on it. But then you like I feel like insecurities have their like little weak spots. And like for me personally, it was like communication. Like communication was my weak spot because for myself, I've just always been a like intuitive person. However, I think that I assumed that other people were maybe as intuitive as I was. So I never really like depending on the situation, obviously. There were times where I felt like they like they know what they did or they know that I'm upset. Like they can tell that or they know that or you know, like whatever the fuck you're you know, when you're overthinking your brain just comes up with and you just jump to those <laughs> occlusions like a fucking frog. But yeah, I think my communication was definitely something that was really hard for me to kind of like get the grasp of because then when I was like, "Ooh, okay, I need to start communicating." I would communicate, but like it would be like half communicating. Like, you know, like when that person like trying to tells the half truth, like it's the truth, but it's like mm, there were some things left out. It was kind of like that. Like there were times where like I would communicate stuff, but like maybe I wouldn't really show how big of a deal it was or like you know show how bad it hurt or leave out a part or two or three like that type of stuff so then I was like okay wait this whole communication thing it has steps to it like this is not as simple as I thought it was and that was a big big part of me kind of I don't know. I'm not going to say, like, that was the sole reason why relationships didn't work. I don't know. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, obviously that was a pattern that I needed to work on. And so I did that. And while I decided to kind of be single and do my own thing and focus on my career and, like, what I really wanted to do in life and my confidence and all that stuff, when I wanted to do that, that was something that I kind of practiced doing. And, you know, people don't realize this sometimes, but you have to remember 
in order for you to have romantic relationships, you need to have good relationships with friends and family or someone that you consider your friends and family. You know, I'm definitely not talking about it has to be blood because, you know, like I understand that sometimes, you know, blood family can not be there for people. And, you know, some people may have to find family that isn't blood, but it doesn't mean that they're not family. Um, but what I mean is that you have to work on those relationships first because then it's going to be really, really hard. It's going to be a lot of extra, like, work, extra credit shit you're going to have to do in, like, your romantic relationships. Um, and that's just personally, look, that's personally from my perspective and with my experience. Like, I think that you have to learn how to communicate with your friends and your family, and then it won't be as hard to communicate with a loved one, you know, or one that you're loving, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, so that was one of the things that I really worked on. And yeah, I mean, I definitely took like over that time span, I had some real deep conversations and I had some really hard conversations and conversations that I really didn't want to have. However, it had to be done. And I'm so glad And one, the conversations, I mean, this is my experience. They did not go bad as I, like, you know, like, of course you think the worst. But I had a lot of conversations that were really hard to have. And it's not going to be easy, but it's so much easier said and, like, over with than to, like, just not say anything and let it. And, And that's another thing. Like, most of those conversations that I had to have with friends and People was like, this is like, I'm, I understand that what I'm about to say is maybe over a little bit overwhelming. Like this is stuff over a span of time that I just has really affected me and I just don't want it to affect our relationship, whatever, or whatever. I don't know. This just needs to be said. But yeah, there was like conversations where it was like, look, this is stuff that happened over this amount of time. And look, I just want to let you know, like, this is how it's made me feel. And this is just something that I don't want to affect our relationship. I just want to talk this out, get this out, get get this off of my chest. And those conversations did go well for the most part, I think. Um, And I mean, it's definitely just benefited me just to not have those unspoken things like just sitting there like on the tip of your tongue but you don't want to say it because you're a people pleaser and I don't want them to get upset I don't want them but you got upset right did you if you got upset then I mean I'm not saying like revenge like get them upset but I mean you know you have to look at it in that sense if if this is something that affected you and it needs to be said it needs to be said point blank period so that is hopefully something that someone can take and you know it help you um but something else that I want to bring up is kind of like a part you know I think earlier I was talking about love languages a little bit I think But I kind of want to go into something that I had to kind of look at, which is how do I view love? How do I want to be loved? 
like what is something that makes me happy and how do I want someone else to you know like like how do I want to express my love is what I'm trying to say so I think this kind of goes into two categories in a sense because one is and this is what I mean when I say like these are kind of like issues and stuff that I've just noticed like within this world of like dating nowadays is like one person in the relationship they are the type that view love like externally like they're giving they're pouring love into their person but they have someone that is receiving and taking like taking all like everything in and sometimes that can turn into like a codependency issue because it gets to a point where you're like giving so much love, energy, time, whatever into this person. You're pouring so much of your energy into and they're just taking it. I mean, come on, like we know how a car works, right? It's, something's going to be on E at some point and shit's going to be fucked. So I feel like that kind of happens a lot in like codependent relationships. It's like this person, like I need to show this person, I need to do all of these things to prove to this person that I love them and they love me. But then the other person is like, well, I need to keep taking this. Like I need to keep like, because this is how I feel loved. This is like, you know, and that can kind of get real wonky and real unbalanced real quick. So that's something that you have to learn and bring into your partners. We're so bad. And I'm saying weird because like I said, I'm a victim of this stuff, but I think it's a pattern nowadays too, or forever. Fuck, who knows? Um, of kind of like we have to learn our love languages so that we can show someone else how to love us. And that's something that I mean, yes, you you can experiment with that with dating. Like, you don't have to be single to, like, do that. Now, I'm saying, like, just my personal experience. Like, my personal experience is that, like, I have been single. Like, I've not been lollygagging, dipping in the pool, stumbling into these streets. Like, I haven't been doing that. Like, I'm just saying from my perspective, like, I've been focused on myself and stuff. So, I haven't done that. I'm not saying that if you are, you know, in a relationship, you can't do any of this. I'm just talking about my experience and how I learned to love myself and how like now of course I know that I'm ready for you know someone to come along and love me because I love me and I know how to love me so I'm gonna be like hey I know I know I know you know how to love you because we got to make sure of that too we got to make sure we're on the same page buddy so you know how to love you you straight you got your shit together but I got okay but we can do this but learning those love languages and learning 
each other's love languages. They have to, you know, come on, we have to find some balance. Because if you are a type of person, I, like, I think I saw a TikTok about this, actually. Um, it was this girl and this guy, and I think they had been dating for, like, maybe, like, four years or something. And she said that their relationship was kind of, like, I guess getting to a little rocky place, which is okay. You know, relationships are like roller coasters. They're supposed to go up. They're supposed to go down. It's okay. Like, you know, it's normal. But she was made this TikTok basically talking about love languages and how her and this guy had been dating for four years. And, you know, of course, at first everything was great and everything. They moved in together, whatever. And she said that kind of like it, the last, like, year or two, it had felt like limbo, like, I don't know, like, they, of course, loved each other, but it was kind of like that. They didn't really feel loved or feel appreciated or whatever. And she said that she remembers she was the one kind of, like, giving him hell for the past year and stuff. You know, just kind of, or maybe, like, just starting the bickering fights, like, all that stuff. Um, And she was talking about how she one day realized that they had gotten, like, in a big argument or something, and he cooked her, like, dinner or something. And she said, like, it was a normal thing. Like, he always cooked. But she just said, like, I don't know. Something clicked in her brain. And she kind of was like, like, dang, he does cook a lot. Like, I guess she just kind of, like, thought about it. And then she said over the past, like, you know, few weeks, she had, like, watched him just kind of, like, just looked more into his behavior. And she had realized that, like, basically his love language was acts of service. Like, he didn't, she was a physical touch love language. So she wanted to always be cuddled, always be, like, you know, spending all that time, like, you know, just touching each other and, like, whatever. And... She said that his was acts of service, but he didn't know that, and she didn't know that. Like, she knew she liked physical touch, but she didn't know, like, oh, this is love language is a thing. So she was just talking about how, like, two years of her relationship, it's like she didn't feel appreciated. Of course, she talked to him. They had, you know, figured whatever out, and he had not felt appreciated, but it was because, like, they spent half of their relationship, like, not communicating and not realizing, like, this is how I want to feel appreciated and loved. And she said, like, it had gotten to a point where things weren't going bad. Like, it wasn't like things were going to get better. So, of course, maybe they were thinking, like, the inevitable, we're probably going to break up. This keeps going on. But it just took her time and her communication and, you know, her realizing, him realizing, whatever. And it saved the relationship. And she was just talking about her experience of it. And that story always kind of, like, stuck to me because I was like, damn, I never really thought about that. Like, you kind of, like, this is a part of loving yourself. Like, figuring out, like, date yourself first. Like, you can take, and not just in a metaphorical way. This is also in a literal way. Like, take yourself out to dinner. Take yourself on a walk, on a hike. Go to a concert. (laughs) Like, go, like, the stuff that I've done in the past two years that I would kind of, like, I don't know. Not that I've never thought I was going to do it because I'm a manifester, baby. Everything that I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do. Just letting y'all know that. I know that. Just reminding y'all hoes. But, like, 
if I, two years ago, had told myself the stuff that I had done, it would have been like, girl, what? Like, one of the things I had just mentioned, like, taking yourself on places, like, just going on walks. Like, I used to literally be not, I don't know, maybe it was just anxiety, honestly. It wasn't really, like, me being, like, scared of, like, anything but just my anxious self. But, like, going places really by myself, that shit, I could not. I was so scared. I was so scared. Like, I, I don't know. It wasn't like I couldn't. Like, it wasn't like I was codependent where I, like, couldn't, like, couldn't, couldn't go places by myself. It was just more like the only places I would really go by myself is, like, okay, let me just run to Target really, really quick. Or, like, go pick up this errand or something like that I could do by myself. But when it came to, like, going to, like, parties or, like, go in hang out with people like I don't know I just always was like hey you want to go with me you want to do this I don't know but like this past year like I've been going on these walks by myself like just randomly like don't even tell anybody and it just feels nice just because it's like even if it's the shortest walk like I walk all I well might not say that but where I work it's a lot of space let's just say that and yeah sometimes I'm on lunch I'll just like go on a walk, just put my headphones in or just not put my headphones in. There's like a library near. So sometimes I just go in there and sit and just not sit on my phone and scroll on TikTok. Those are those days. I'm not saying I'm not. Those are those days where I catch myself and I'm like, look, bitch, today was a TikTok day. Tomorrow better not be like, you know, you have to be self-disciplined. But yeah, sometimes I like to do stuff like that. Like I went to a whole concert in another state, technically by myself. I mean, I'm saying technically because, I mean, this is probably a story long before. But anyways, I just mean, like, that was something where when it happened, I, like, was kind of mad. Like, I was like, no, I don't want to go by myself. People were canceling, whatever. Like, and it was, like, such a last-minute thing. But I had, like, the perfect opportunity. Like, I had places to stay, everything. But it was, like, just the littlest thing. Like, and it was like, Brittany, you're a grown-ass woman. Like, have fun with your life. Like, do you. Don't let anything or anyone, like, rain on your parade, honestly. Like, fuck it. So, I was like, bet, fuck it. And, yeah, I don't know. I just mean anything. Like, buy yourself a cute shirt, all right? If you need to be saving money, save money. That doesn't mean to buy a shirt every other week. That That's a pattern. But, I mean, like, literally, if you haven't gotten a pedicure and you're saving money, you've been saving money for the past few months or weeks, do it like self-care just do something that makes you feel happy do something that or do something like push your limits in a safe way you know if something that you've maybe been a little scared of or had anxiety about like you know overcome that fear that's all just learning how to like love and appreciate yourself and just realizing that you're human um I think another thing is just people kind of putting so much blame on themselves for like things in the past and stuff that also is not okay like don't do that we're all human for a reason now there's a difference between a mistake and a pattern okay a mistake is something that's gonna happen one two times and I'm stubborn as fuck so honestly it was hard for me to even say that too but I'm going to say it because we're human, okay? But people need to 
I don't know. I think it's like an ego thing. I think that's like another thing that's like such a big fucking problem now is everyone's ego. It's just like if you do something wrong, own up to it, apologize, and move on. It's not that hard. Like most of the problems probably come from the root issue of someone doing something wrong and not wanting to talk about it, bring it up, act like it never happened, not want to apologize or blow up or yell at you if they do bring it up. Like those are narcissistic tendencies. That's that's some gaslighting shit. Stop. We're adults, right? Because if you're adult enough to look at someone and say, hey, I love you. I want to be with you and I trust you with my health mentally, physically, emotionally. If you're adult enough to say that to another human being and be intimate with them and, you know, do all the things, do all the things, then you're also adult enough to own up to the shit that you do and apologize for one, apologize for it Two, meet the words with some action. That's the follow up that people be forgetting. Like, you can say sorry, sorry, all all you want. But, like, if you ain't showing me... And that's another thing that I've learned on my journey of singleness, of singlehood. If you're not showing me, shut the fuck up. But, no, I've, that's something that I've learned and I've really really been like holding on to and I don't know like yeah it's not easy to do any of this stuff like I'm not gonna say it was so easy for me to be single for two years like I did not get lonely once like no there was some nights that it was a little extra chilly in bed okay but it's okay it's normal I'm fine I'm a bad bitch hey it's fine it's not like I didn't have offers I had plenty of offers but they weren't any offers I fucking wanted so you know, it was just kind of like, whatever. But yeah, like I've just kind of been like, if you can tell me whatever, like you can literally tell me that you'll fucking climb to the Empire State Building and fucking parachute out to propose. Bitch, show me. <laughs> show me that shit. Let me see. Jump. <laughs> You got a net at the bottom, though, babe, because I want you to be safe, baby. But jump. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I feel like I've been sold so many fake fantasies and fake dreams. I ain't got time. I don't have time. Like, I don't know. I know I'm young. I know I'm young. Everyone's like, oh, I was a hoe at your age. <laughs> I ch- Lit. That's lit for you. But I can't operate like that. Okay. I cannot do that. And it's not because I don't want to. That that sounds fun. Like, sometimes I'd be like, damn, should I? But for me, I just don't believe in hookup culture for me personally. That is for me personally. That is not for all y'all. Y'all do you because you, you're the only one responsible for yourself. But for me, I can't because I don't look like I just have to have comfortability. Like, I have to be comfortable with someone. Like, I can't just can't just do all that with some random person. I just can't. It don't matter how fine they are. It don't matter how good they smell. Like, I just cannot fi- catch myself to do it. Because I'm like, who are you, bro? 
what is your birthday? First of all. Secondly, like, are you okay? Are you safe? Do you have any diseases? Are you, do you have any mental sh- stuff that I should be aware of? Are you adopted? Do you have a family? I don't care. I'm just asking. Like, I, I just want to know some things before someone is near or... Dad, if you're listening to it, cut it off now. Okay, I love you, Daddy, but please, this this ain't the podcast episode for you. When I have, I'm gonna have disclaimers at the beginning of the episodes. This one ain't for you. Okay, I'm gonna give you five seconds to leave. You too, Mama. You too. Okay. Now that the ops are gone. Yeah, I just can't, like, don't go near me inside, no, nothing, if I don't really just know who you are, like, I just can't, I can't, I can't do it, and she can't do it, we both are not, we, we can't, we can't, so, with that being said, I just can't do hookup culture, it's not my cup of tea, you know, unfortunately, it does sound fun, though, like, sometimes, like, I hear the stories, and I'm like, oh, doesn't, to live, to live free with just no care, caution in the world. It, it sounds free, but my Taurus, very cautious ass, I don't know. Like, I could, I can only play on the wild side so far when it comes to certain lines. I just get a little nervous. But anyways, back to what we were talking about. Which, what the fuck were we talking about, honestly, at this point? Um, yeah, everybody just needs to own up to the shit that they do um, and take forgiveness. Like, I mean, even if you've done some fucked up shit, say sorry, someone, you know... Unless you don't, if you don't have nothing to apologize to, then hey, whatever. I'm stubborn too, so I can't really convince you and say, don't be stubborn. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I to tell you that? So you live your life. But I think that's one of the other very important things that has really kind of helped me get to the mindset that I am in now. Um, Just learning in general how to internally love myself and show myself that love and appreciation and not look for it externally. Like it is nobody's responsibility to make us happy. We have to realize that firstly, like no one is born and their sole purpose is to make you happy. So you cannot be mad or upset if someone else is not making you happy because you're supposed to have your own happiness first. Now, if you have your own happiness and then the person that you're with is causing you some unhappiness, that's a whole nother thing. But I mean, if you're not happy with yourself, if you can't look at your own self and be like, I am sexy, I'm fine, like so genuine, I'm a good fucking person. If you can't like do that, then like, how do you like, why do you really expect someone else to tell you all these things? You're a goddess. You're a beautiful. I just, like, you're so sweet. You're so real. Like, say it to yourself first. You have to believe it first. Because then when you know it, and someone else doesn't 
show it or appreciate it, it's like, oh, okay, bye. See you later. See you later, alligator. Actually, I'm not going to see you later. I meant, like, see you never. But, like, good luck to you. Never. And don't wish you harm, babe. Don't wish you harm. Um, but, yeah. Chapter fucking five, I guess. I don't even know if we're on chapter five. But my next point. Something else is if something or someone doesn't meet your qualifications, find someone else who will. It's not It's not that hard. It really isn't. Just because they have a six-pack or a fat ass or some tig bitties, whatever it is that you like. If it's not, if they do not meet the stuff that you really want in a relationship, Stop letting it slide. Just don't let it slide. No sliding, okay? For real. Because that's lowering your standards. That's settling. And that's when you're going to get some shit you don't fucking want. And then you're going to be pissed off at yourself in X amount of time when it's all over and done with. And then you're like, I should have. And then you know what the worst part is about should have? Is you can't get it back. You can't. Should have. Welp. Should have. Could have. Would have. It does not matter because unless you got that time machine and you can go back, it's not, it's not being changed. The outcome's already done. And then there's no point of sitting there, sitting on the past. Well, that one time I should have done that. Maybe she, she was so good. Like I really messed up. Yeah, you did. And it's fine because someone else won't (laughs) Bye. Like, that's really, that's really all it is. So, yes, everybody, you know your qualifications and your qualifications can never be too high. Okay. I'm not going to be the one to tell you that what you want, you shouldn't want. I think that's the most stupidest thing. The people that rain, the rain on your parade people, screw you. Take the stick out of your ass. Those people suck. Like the people where you get excited about something or you're happy about something and they're just like, "Mm, really? Do you really think that's like a good idea? That Like shut the, yes. It was an amazing idea. That's why I told you about it. What the hell? Unless you're like trying to plan to kill someone or do some crazy shit like that or hurt anyone, then let me live my life. The fuck? You're supposed to support me, not put me down. And that's in anything. Like, whatever you want in a relationship, that's okay to have. If you want someone that is this height, that's fine. All right? I don't want... Stop getting mad, people of all heights. I'm not going to call anyone out individually. Who cares? Same thing with, like, just dating preferences. Like, bro, you can't help who you get turned on to, I guess. I mean, unless it's, like, illegal, then, like, get some fucking help. Get some fucking help. But if it's not, if it's if it's not, you know, illegal, then who cares? If you want small boobs, big boobs, just find your person. Because the main issue is people trying to make other people be the people that they're not. Like, you can't, bro, you're dating 
let's say Megan Fox, but your type is fucking, I don't know, Beyonce. How is that going to work? Let's be honest. How is that going to work? Not, I'm not no shade to both because I love them both. Beautiful, talented women. We love women. We support women over here, okay? So leave that shit somewhere else, okay? Anyways, I'm just giving an example of, like, if you were to look at a picture of them, obviously they don't look alike. Obviously they're stunningly gorgeous human beings. But other than that, they don't have the same color skin or hair or whatever. So I just mean that's the problem. If you know what you want, find someone that is that and fits that description and try to be happy with them. Now, if you date them and you find out that's not what you want, then of course, that's a different thing. You change that, but stop going out here trying to look for someone that has these qualities when you know that you met them and they don't have those qualities and you think you can change them. Stop thinking you can change people because people shouldn't be changed. They're who they are. Even if they're assholes, even if they're fucking dick head pieces of shit on the ground it does not matter because someone is going to weirdly enough appreciate that piece of shit worthless butthole one day and it's just not your job to do that so stop trying to make people that's the issue you don't do this i don't like doing that well like doing it (laughs) no i don't want to like doing it Okay, it's okay. I don't want to like doing it. Find somebody that will like doing it. So many, and yes, I'm going to speak on women because I'm a woman. (laughs) I can speak on women because I'm a woman and I've seen what I've seen. I'm talking about my perspective. I'm not talking about all women, of course. But I know a pattern that I've seen recently is just people wanting to change the person that they're with. Why? Why? Why the fuck? You're going into fucking Build-A-Bear workshop And you're getting a teddy bear and you said, I want a teddy bear that's this color and has this color eyes. Don't fall in love with another teddy bear and try to make that teddy bear that teddy bear. What the fuck? I don't know how many analogies I can give y'all people. But yes, I think that's a huge problem lately. And it needs to be stopped. Stop trying to make your girlfriend be your ex. Stop trying to make your ex be your girlfriend I don't know or boyfriend whatever I don't care I don't know it's just too much and it's too much responsibility and it's also not unfair to that person it's not unfair for you to try to make someone something that they're completely not to satisfy you I don't care who the hell you are it's not fair it's not okay and first of all Shut the fuck up. That's all I really want to say. Just shut the fuck up. It's just stupid. And it puts a lot of pressure. And then it causes insecurity problems. And then it causes I'm not good enough. And then you're changing your whole self. And then that's what happens when you turn around and look at yourself. And all your family and friends are like, who the fuck are you? You've changed completely since you've dated blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, no, I haven't. He loves me. Stop. Rose-colored lenses. I can't see. I'm blind. All that bullshit. Stop. Open your eyes, people. I heard um a clip the other day from Leo. Is it Skippy? Skippy? I think it's Skippy. I hope I'm not, Skippy. I hope I'm not mispronouncing that because I really do love him and I think he's amazing. Like I love his content. 
such an amazing person. So real and authentic. Like, I love people that just talk that shit. I love people that just, I don't know. Like, they just are like, bro, this is what it is. Because sometimes you have to do that. Like, sometimes I have to be that, like, friend that's not, like, the cookie-cutter friend. Like, I have to just kind of tell you like it is, like, whether you're going to like it or not. Not in a disrespectful way, but just as in, like, the truth hurts. Lizzo told us that. When? When did she tell us that? Like, come on. But I heard him say this quote saying, standards keep you safe. And I was like, you right as fuck. You're right. Because they do. Like, your standards are your safety. That's what you want and that's what you trust. That's what you value in a person. That's what you need. Why are you breaking all that shit for somebody because they drive this car? Or because they got a BBL? Or because they have a lot of money? Or whatever it is. They have green eyes. <laughs> like, fuck. I don't know. And it's just crazy because it can, it's literally the littlest thing. Like, it's always the, it's fine. If you have to say it in that high of a pitch, it's not fine. It's not been there trust me it's not or it sucks when it's like they have like these qualities that are perfect and then it's like ugh, then there's the stuff that's not and that's the one where you're always like mind over heart like well do I want to follow my heart or do I want to listen to my head what do I want to do you know which one to listen to okay because if you if you it wouldn't be even any wiggle room for doubt if you really truly knew, like, whatever it was didn't matter. So, come on. Standards are okay. Don't let it, stop letting people tell you that standards are not okay and that standards are, you, you're out of your mind or that you think you're too good if you think that some, you have to date someone that looks like this or that does this, whatever. If you love baseball your whole life and you want to date a baseball player, date a fucking baseball player. Do you? Vice versa. Like, I don't know. Just people are so concerned with what other people are doing. Ugh, like, it's such an issue. Mind your business. If, if more people, if the world would just mind their business, I promise you none of this crazy shit would really be happening. Because everyone's just so concerned about shit they don't have anything to be concerned about. Like, ugh. No, I'm, and I'm trying, I'm just going to keep it at that because I don't want to get on a rant or get all political or anything, especially on the first episode. Not yet. But yeah, these are, I really do hope though, like if anyone does take any of these tips, please, please let me know. Like literally send me a message or whatever, comment, whatever the fuck. Like, really let me know. If you take the smallest thing, I'm not saying you have to literally write down a whole step-by-step -step on, like, whatever, because I'm not saying I'm the queen of Sheba of singlehood or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about my experiences. So if someone does look at this and say, ooh, I want to try this, and it does help their relationship or their relationship with themselves or family or anything, like, let me know. I'd be so happy. Um, But lastly... I just, to close this up, the last thing that I think is probably, I keep, I feel like every thing that I'm saying, I'm like, this is the most important. 
So if I've said that so many times, I'm sorry. They're just all important. Fuck, I don't know. But something, I guess what I mean to say is this is one of the biggest things and what was the driving factor. This was the driving factor to me really doing, being like, okay, I'm going to be single. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to do all of the things that I want to do and start all of the things that I want to start and focus on myself. And once I love and get confident with myself, then I know that I have enough love and confidence to share that with someone else. But on top of that, I'll have my shit together and I'll be doing the things that I want to do because like, what am I going to do? Like, what am I waiting on? There's nothing to be waiting on. Um, but that is being harsh with my energy. And I'm not going to get too spiritual into this, even though I am very spiritual. So there will definitely be episodes that are dedicated to like spiritual topics and things. But being harsh with your energy is just so nice because there's so like time goes by so fast and sometimes you just sit back and be like, damn, like I really haven't been alone with my energy. Like I've really been in relationship, out of relationship, in relationship, out of relationship, codependent relationship romantically or with friends, codependent relationships with friends or with family, you know, like those like codependents, mm, that codependent shit can get dangerous. Like you have to really be harsh with your energy, mainly because you're being affected by everyone. Like this is a main reason why I don't believe in hookup culture is because I think of like sex as like an energy exchange. Like that's you exchanging your energy with someone else. Like that's something that's sacred. Like you literally make babies from that shit. That's crazy. That's the one thing crazy. And like for me, when you are having sex or being intimate or whatever with anyone else, like that's obviously you taking in their energy and them taking in your energy. So you're losing and you're gaining, but it's affecting you. So when you don't really know what that person's real true intentions are, when you don't really know who that person really is, that's where it can really fuck you up because you don't know what the fuck that person's doing. Like, they could literally be psychotic. They could literally be doing fucking anything. And now you're over here mixing your energy with their energy. And, like, soul tides are real. And, like, you're connecting with someone energetically on a level that is very strong. And then when you continue to do that over and over again, it's only getting worse. Like, you're only just giving more energy and receiving more and more of their energy. Like, that's why, like, we've all seen those, like, Oh, those sad relationships where like, and I mean, this obviously gender does not apply, but where it's like one person is just known for just being like negative, just in some dark shit, just like not on a good path, surrounded by negative people. And then you see that one person that's so positive and they start dating and you're like, okay, bro, this can only go one or two ways. Either she's going to bring him to the light or he's going to bring him to the light or whatever, or vice versa. Like they're going to go to the dark. And it's so sad when you see those people turn so dark or negative, like negatively, negatively impacted by like a relationship from someone. And it's because it's like leeches, like when you're around negative people and shit, it's like a leech. It's like dark, that dark energy and just that 
oh, that mood can just bring you down. And like, I don't even mean it on like a crazy, like, you know, spill or anything way just like that. I mean, in the way of just, we've all experienced it where like we can be in a great mood and then we walk into work or home or whatever. And then someone's just in a fucked up mood and it just brings us from like 10 to like two. And we're like, damn, like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like you didn't brought me like, that's how energy works. So when you're dating someone like that, it's the same way. Just because you're having sex with them and kissing them and cuddling them and going on dates and all that stuff, it doesn't ignore the fact that you're still spending time with them and taking in their energy, like, with the rose-colored lenses on or off. You're still affected by that. Um, And that's something where I just, I, like, value my energy and my time so much now. And I used to feel so guilty about it. I used to feel so guilty about being so and it's and I will say I there this guilt was not always in me I didn't always feel guilty but I do I did have experiences or conversations of people who were mad let's be honest why the fuck I'm not walking on eggshells actually let me change my energy actually because now I just thought about it and it actually kind of pissed me off because I haven't thought about it in a while. So now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? But I had some people, males in particular, that kind of like made some comments to me that were, that, and they were friends, but, you know, anyways, not even going to get started. But either way, like, there were comments basically saying how, like, I'm stingy with my time or I'm too like closed off or unavailable to people and like I don't know like basically just giving that vibe off like giving off the vibe that like like they made a comment oh fuck I wish I could remember exactly what it was but it it was a comment like like do you like does that make you happy to like be rejecting guys or like rejecting um pursuits I don't fucking know it was something like that like I don't know exactly what the words were but that's what they were basically saying is like because you're so like closed off and blah 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 and I remember like at that time like this was when I like had was probably like maybe a year which was not easy that year mark was like oh but it was also like oh I made it a year bitch I can't give it up now like I can't like just throw it all away and just not focus on myself and just focus on someone now but yeah, at that point, it it kind of did, like, run me the wrong way, and then it got me, like, second-guessing, because I was like, wait, what? Like, am I doing that? And then I was like, wait, you know, sorry, you forgot the bad bitch that you are. You're fine. You can be stubborn with your energy, because you know how sacred your energy is. You know how valuable that shit is, and how there's people that want that. It's okay that you're rejecting them. You don't have to give them your energy if you don't want to, because no is a full sentence. If I want to say no to something then I can say no. There doesn't have to be an explanation as to why I'm saying no. It's just no. Period. Mary Kay and Ashley knows the full sentence. If you didn't hear it, if you haven't heard it before, then you're hearing it now. Um, so pass along to your children, everybody. Come on, that's a great, you know, like, quote to live by, really. But, yeah, like, those comments just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and it kind of made me like think about it and then I was like no that's okay and now I'm at the point where I'm like yeah if that person would have said that shit to me now 
it would have been a different response maybe <laughs> not saying I would have like cussed them out or anything but yeah I don't I think just at the time I, I don't think I really responded like I didn't really this is when I was working on communication so I didn't really communicate how it really affected me because at the time I was like oh, who gives a fuck what they're saying and that's really what happens with me all the time like it's not really an initial fuck that I give you know it's always like a hmm interesting and then it just, and that's it. It's like someone says, does something, and it's like, hmm. And then it's like not really thought about it. And then it's like after a little bit, after a few hours, a few days, I'm like, that fucking bitch. I'm like, wait a fucking minute. Like, but like I said, I'm an overthinker. So for me, I like to think things through. Like, I don't like to react, which honestly, I think that's a pretty good quality to have I guess I'd rather be like that than than to be a reactive person where I'm reacting to everything very emotional and stuff like that um but it is a quality that you know I kind of appreciate because I do know that my energy is is sacred and you know whether that's literally me just (laughs) having the time to text you back (laughs) like sometimes I just don't have the energy to do that and it's okay I mean obviously it's if you're like saying something that's like really important like life-threatening or something that's different but yeah like I don't know I can be selfish with my time like I know how valuable time is damn I don't want to be wasting my time like and that's the thing like half of it is just a waste of time it's like I've been there. I've done that. I know the terminology. I know this, like, bro, come on. I'm 24, but I feel like dating years, I'm like 50 at times only because I'm like, what else is there to see? (laughs) Like Gen Z's the worst dating generation. But I'm a hopeless romantic. I do believe that love is real. I do believe that you can find the person that is everything that you want that, you know, okay, wait, not everything that you want them to be, but I mean, like, they have all the qualities that you value and you want in a person and vice versa. It needs to be a balance. It needs to be that you provide, you know, the things that they need and they provide the things that you need. And with love, you can get far, but I just think that shit fucks that up and being selfish fucks it up and not knowing how to communicate like just little stuff and it's okay if we fuck up just own up to it be mature about it like you can't keep making these excuses stop talking about how your grandma died in the second grade that's not the reason why you cheated it's not I promise there's no correlation come on And if you haven't heard that excuse yet, it's coming. Just get ready. Someone's going to say it. Someone is going to say it. About a dollar for how many times it was some bullshit like that. Like, come on. If you're 26 and your dad left when you were two, and I'm sorry if I hit a, if I hit a, a bone, I'm so sorry. I really am because I don't, I'm not trying to offend anybody. But what I mean is, is that is not the excuse for your toxic dumbass behavior whether it doesn't matter what gender you are like I'm talking to everyone (laughs) 
stop making up the excuses about how oh, I, I had a bad relationship with my neighbor's dog. And I haven't been able to trust bitches ever since. Like, bro, grow up. Grow up. I think just maturing in general and loving yourself first. Love is going to come. You don't have to rush it. And, like, for me, I think of it as, like, the longer the better. Like, now that I've been single for two, it might, I mean, hey, might be making it up. But, like I said, I manifest shit. So, hey. But. I, I do feel that things do, you know, like maybe the longer you wait, the better, the more worth it it is in the end, you know, like, I mean, and that's kind of how I feel at this point anyways, because I'm like, if I've already been single and focused on myself for two fucking years, then the person that's going to, that I'm going to be with next, like the person that's going to be mine, like they better be. Like, all the amazing qualities that I want. And I'm going to be all the qualities that they want. It's not like I'm saying, like, they need to be what I need and I'm going to be me. And they're not going to. No, I mean that, like, that's the point. You have to find someone where it needs to be, like, a, not a business deal or exchange, but in a way it does. It needs to be, like, okay, this is what I bring to the table. You want this? You looking for this? I match the job description. Perfect. Because you match the description of the job that I want. Whatever. It just needs to be that. Y'all are over here fucking hiring people that ain't got no fucking qualification. Y'all got people that, like, come on. What are we doing? And I'm not bullying you. I'm just, I'm laughing with you. When you're healed, you'll come back and you'll laugh. And you'll be like, she was so right. Because I I was doing the same thing. Like, I look at the shit that I let slide, and I'm like, ooh, you done changed. And it's okay. You've, you've evolved. Not not really changed. You've evolved. Because wh- wish a bitch would now. <laughs> so, I don't know. I hope that this kind of helps anyone along the journey. And I hope that you all are as excited as I am about my podcast. Because I've been wanting to do it for a long, long time. And I really hope you guys like it. And even if you don't like it, it's okay. Because I'm still going to do it. But, yes. So, that's it. That's it. I think I'm just going to leave it at that. I need to go to bed. It is perfectly my bedtime. Um, So, I am going to take my puppy out and go to sleep. But, wherever you are, I hope that you have an amazing, amazing day, morning, night, wherever you are. And stay protected, you know, and always, you know, because we were talking about love. So I feel like a lot of you guys will take that as sexually. So always, you know, stay protected that way, too. But anyways, I hope you sweeties have an amazing time wherever you are and love you. Bye.